Hello, Refocused Han. Welcome to another docu-series titled My Acne, My Story. I am incredibly thrilled to be sharing such a vulnerable part of my story with you and I'm super stoked for the guests that will be sharing their stories with you here as well. So buckle in because it's going to be a hell of a ride. I hope you leave feeling enlightened and entertained. Cheers! Hello everyone, welcome back to the Refocus podcast. As usual, it's your host, Kuku, and you should already know what we're talking about from the title, my acne, my story. Um, if you know me, you will know that I have acne and I have struggled with acne for a very long time. And it's part of my story, you know, and it has affected me in ways that you can't even think or imagine. And, you know, today we're joined with, you know, someone I really look up to. Um, I really can relate with her content. She's shared um, about body positivity and acne in the past, and she still does. And she'll be sharing her story with us today. What a privilege. So I'm just going to give her a chance to introduce herself and we're going to get the conversation going. All right. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, please. Thank you. Um, hey, everyone. So my name is Funke Ulutu. I am a writer, a body positivity um, preacher, I would say, a brand storyteller basically <laughs> yeah thank you so much thank you so much for joining us if you guys thank you for having time, me <laughs> you're welcome plug yourself um she shares stuff that people genuinely don't talk about in the way you don't want to be to hear it but i absolutely absolutely like that about her so um Funke, um when did you start struggling with acne and do you remember how old you were at that time i, I think i was 11 I would say I was 11. My mom said maybe I was 13 or 14, but oh. no, nah, I think I was, no, yeah, 11, probably 10, 11, even. It didn't start as acne, like my skin mm-hmm. issues didn't start as acne, just started as rashes on my forehead and everything just went from there. So um, throughout my teenage years, I never had um, like smooth, clear skin. I don't know what that's like. Oh, yes, my so, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I can't I, relate to that. Like, like I, I, I think I also started having acne. I think I was in SS two, but I started school pretty early. So, but the problem is because skin wasn't a trend there. I don't think it was a big deal to have clear skin before. I mean, clear skin was good, but it wasn't like a trend now yeah just having clear it's a brand <laughs> do you understand what i mean there are people who are making money off just skinning you know so um oh that must have been must have been you know really tough so if i were to ask you how has your journey been or oh, but let me not make that question vague how did you think um having acne at such a young age or rather you know because you said you started to break out with a rash when you were about 11 how did that affect your life you know and you can talk about it from any aspect because we know there is your self-esteem 
you know, how you view yourself as a person. I think confidence falls under self-esteem. But how did that um, affect you or how did that shape your story while growing up? Um, so um, earlier on when it started, I mean, I was worried, but I didn't take it as a big deal. But mm-hmm. eventually when I was in boarding school because you know like like you said then clear skin was not necessarily a trend but you know my acne was quite obvious that I mean you just have to look this looking at me mm. so people made it a big deal people would make comments you know here and there so for me it affected me mentally because I, I just wanted it off I said it I would hide like I would literally feel like people should not be seeing my face because it's offensive to them to see my face. Like that's how I felt, and that's how people made me feel. Like mm. you, they made me, they made me feel dirty. I started feeling invisible. You know, my self esteem was in the gutter. Mm. People would just say, "Yeah, people were mean." Basically, just made me feel really, 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 really bad, and I didn't want to be seen. Mm. Oh my goodness. Um, I, I, I can definitely relate with the stares and the questions and oh what's that on your skin or oh, what's that mm-hmm. so basically when this started happening what did it push you to do like so we already know that this takes a very big deal to your self-esteem as a person but what did this now like what did this push you to did you just crawl under your your shell did you become like a product prostitute like going on youtube looking for solutions using toothpaste you know um like how how did that um so basically how did you after that started happening what was your escape basically yeah basically that was that was it i was using all sorts Mm. and it was crazy because i mean i could not afford all the products i would have love to get them mm. so i would tell my parents to buy me some when they're probably tired of buying me the rest i would do diys uh, people people advised me to use urine on my face people advised me to use blood on my face people advised me to use dermatol toothpaste i actually blood used dermatol. from I where dermatol <laughs> I, I actually you know, you know the matter i actually use the matter and toothpaste on my face toothpaste burns my face i'm at all burns my face but i was like yeah i don't care if my face was on fire like i could feel the burn i just wanted it gone i what which other wild thing did i try i'm not there's okay i didn't try the urine one and the blood one but i tried basically every other thing products and to fungal products and bacteria products just give me a recommendation and I would go and try it. Oh my God. And how do you handle recommendation? Because that's something that we don't talk about a lot. People love to give unsolicited advice. Like oh, it's almost as if everybody that stops you has something to say and so say. and has a cousin that had the same thing and knew somebody that works at Tesco that went through. So how did you navigate all of that? And I'm very sure you had lots of those. I mean, if you were having all of this crazy suggestions how did you navigate through that yeah i had lots of those in in the beginning Mm -hmm. i just used to listen in the beginning a part of me used to accept it as oh just people caring and people talking i mean because i was so young and all of that and to them i guess that is what it it is i don't know but um growing as i got older it started to irritate me more and mm-hmm. I will just give a vague reply or tell them I've tried it before. Even um, the time I was uh, I was on transit somewhere, I think the bolt driver was telling me to be rubbing lemon on my face. And I was like, 
thank you i've tried that before it, it, it did not work i would tell people i've tried it before or someone that's because there's so many people i mean there's so many it's like i can't sometimes i just want to be rude but it's just not my person so i just give vague answers that don't let them pro- proceed with the conversation mm-hmm. another I- reason why i wanted to be invisible because like i would i would pack up all the self-esteem i had in me because Mm. I had in me to go out and you know of course I know I have acne I know it's on my face I, and somebody will just tell me oh do you know that oh, oh your acne has increased and then I'm back to zero mm. so rather than yeah. dealing with that I would just mm-hmm. yeah I just I just always wanted to hide at some point yeah hmm. so if since you speak about hiding um what was your relationship with makeup like at the time because I think makeup also started booming. It became a very fast industry um, a couple of years ago. I mean, people used to wear makeup, but people started wearing makeup, makeup. I'm <laughs> taking, baking, color correcting, contouring. Instagram brows. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. So what was your relationship with, with makeup at that period, basically? Yeah, so at that period, because um, I come from a very strict Christian family that, you know, mm-hmm. the church does not support or allow makeup. Mm-hmm. So I did not have access to makeup. But when I was in boarding school, I would save money and buy. I had this foundation and this powder that would make my face red, but mm-hmm. would hide my acne in a type of way. Even if I look ridiculous or my skin color, my face is different from my body. You know, the fact that I was hiding my acne to me was doing something so yeah I started buying makeup and I just and when I got to the point I was financially stable I just always went in like I would buy the foundation that Mm. anyone says would work would cover there was a time I stopped as well because I felt okay maybe my my skin needs to breathe but then I'm back to it again so it's just Mm, I can yeah, I can I can definitely like I can definitely relate. I once got a foundation because I just had to. Like it was not a what's it called? It was not a dislike. I had to buy, I had to have makeup, I had to wear makeup. And then when you started wearing makeup, what did people say? Because there's you know when we speak about acne and unsolicited advisors, there's people who say or oh, advisors, there's people who say, Oh you're wearing makeup that's why you have acne and i'm like yes i'm wearing makeup because i have acne like i am trying to cover i did not start wearing makeup and then get acne i started wearing makeup because there was acne so like did you ever feel like because of all of these things people were saying that makeup was actually counterproductive and also when you would wear makeup as well like did people still because I know one thing I also struggled with is when your skin is acne prone, I try to eliminate words such as bad skin. And, you know, I mean, I can say unhealthy, I can say dry, I can say dehydrated, but I don't like to say bad skin anymore because it's just better for my mental health and myself. Yeah, I like saying texture these days. Oh, I, I actually picked that from you and I was like, what's text? Because I saw that. <laughs> There was a photo you on Twitter that went viral and you didn't yeah. edit it because usually I would do that just so I can look um, mainstream beautiful, you know? So how did you, did you ever now, like were you ever torn between, oh my God, the makeup may actually be making it worse 
and like, okay, let me not wear makeup. But then if I don't wear makeup, how am I going to conceal? So was there ever that sort of thing as well? Yes, there was. There was. There was like, mm. because there was a period, I, well, I say I got addicted to makeup, but like I would not want to leave with makeup. Even though with makeup, your acne will still show. Yes. <laughs> it will show. It yes. will show. And especially then that the makeup was not advanced now. Mm. So yeah, it will show, but like it still just made me feel better. So yeah, the, the times I said I took breaks from makeup, was because of people's you know opinions as well about who, how like people would just literally see me and say oh this is why your makeup is getting your acne is getting worse because you're wearing makeup makeup does this the chemicals does this this so yeah there were almost it was it was a lot of taking in it was a lot of listening to people trying to see if maybe they are right because literally when you have acne you want to try every possible solution that you think would work so i would stop for a while and then i'm like nah this is still not getting better and go back to makeup again but yeah it was just like back and forth but now i don't i don't even listen to that anymore you're on your own (laughs) definitely so this is a bit of a personal one um if you could rank your insecurities on a scale where did you think acne will fall under? It's funny that acne is number one and has like always been number one. Mm. Like that has been it. That's it. Acne was what led to other forms of my self-esteem problem. Acne, I don't, I wouldn't say acne led to bullying, but mm. when I was bullied in secondary school, acne was like a major would I say I don't know the bullies had fun with me having acne and all of that so like people would always talk about the acne see what it was it has always just been the acne Mm. like not only the acne but like oh is there something else I'm trying to think I don't think so I think acne is number one I think it's actually number one yeah because I was I was asking this question I was I asked you this question because I, I really strongly believe that a lot of people see acne as just acne, you know. Yeah, just and mm. it's when you want to now explain how you're feeling, it's almost like ah, but it's just it's just your skin now. It's not as if or you're ungrateful, it's not as if you have one leg or you have one eye. And yeah, you know how to tell people that your face is literally like your signboard, right? It's the first mm. thing you see, it's it literally holds your physical identity as a person. This is what people see when you talk. This is the literally, you know, and when you feel like your face does not look like how people's faces should look like, it shapes your whole identity because I would now beat myself up for feeling like maybe I was making too big of an issue. And then there were other people, I don't know if you met this, have you met other people who have acne and who will now tell you, who have who probably had like worse forms of acne or more severe forms of acne and who will tell you that you're just being ungrateful you know look at mine mine is way worse and it's almost as if dude we are not competing for who has the most textured skin this is how I feel and then I also realized I became that person towards my friends who had smoother skin they would have one zit I'll make a big fuss and I'll be like how I would die to be in your position. Actually, same, Literally, same. You know, how I would die to make fuzz 
of one little of thing. one wow. uh, I didn't even notice when I when that transition happened mm. like when people would say that or you know random people can say oh look at this other person's one yours is better you have yes. hope did I give me that line of you have hope and things and like I didn't know when I went to be that person that you know when my friends have one I'm just like reading my eyes and I'm like girl please I wish like and like <laughs> yeah yeah and like now that I think about it it feels like it's still the same thing like of people doing so I think it's just something to be more aware of mm. oh I don't do it anymore but I think it's something for everybody to be you know to be aware of you know because you have it you seemingly have it um, would I say worse than other people does not mean they can't feel their feelings or you know definitely definitely I think that is such it's such an important you know thing to grasp when you are trying to be emotionally intelligent you cannot decide what somebody should feel based on the severity yeah. of their situation if they're feeling it they're not trying to feel that way they do you know um mm. so so how did you get to be this person um who now you you've be, you've you've how do I explain this? You've become so much more confident. You would even post photos that are unedited. You would post photos with your bare face, with no makeup, you know, and you would literally come out and you would raise awareness on this issue so confidently. How did we get here? Or how did rather you, sorry, get here? Um, it's, it's a long journey, but I would say the first step to getting here was making the decision to actually get here or making the decision to actually just start my journey. Mm-hmm. I just, I felt like, um, will I say the world? <laughs> I just say the world of life took a lot from me when I was younger you know, acne and other things I was probably battling with. And I was just tired of being this sad, depressed child. Mm. And one day I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to continue like this. I absolutely cannot continue like this. I deserve better. I will get better. And I had an amazing friend that we dated for a while, um, an ex that was amazing. So when we're friends, you know, he made me, it made me see myself in a better way. So it was well, it was easier for me to start the journey with a good support system. Mm. And from there, it just it was just it just went better from there. Like I I um how do I explain? Basically, it just went better from there. I started paying attention to myself more. Mm-hmm. I started, you know, looking out for myself. I started showing myself love and affection and all of these things. I started being gentle with myself. I started taking care of myself more because there was also a period I got to with my acne journey that I stopped using product. I stopped giving any shits about my skin. I would just, you know, do the basics, wash my face and moisturize and that's it. I'm like, when you're ready to go, you would go. So there was time I abandoned myself because I was tired. So yeah. I, I continued taking care of myself. I educated myself. I mean, because people, people make it seem like, oh, you also have acne because you're a dirty girl or because things are, you know, that's annoying. <laughs> so I educated yeah. myself. I made that decision. I just kept looking at the brighter picture. Like I do not have people in my space, people in my corner that would make me feel like, oh, um, you know, my acne is a problem. If anything, I'm like, oh, I'm breaking out. That is obvious. 
because maybe mm-hmm. I'm on my period or something. My friends are saying, yeah, I can't really see anything. Da-da-da. Oh, you know, you're still a badass with this. Da-da-da. So a good support system, decision to, to actually get here and start the journey and just to keep going. And that's also another reason why I started posting because I follow body positivity um, bloggers, but a lot of them are white women. And I don't really see a lot of Nigerians as body positive. I'm like, yo, I don't see people. There was a time that everybody on Instagram had good skin. Let me not say good skin, I had clear skin. Mm. Like everybody, there was no representation for acne or maybe I just was not seen I was like yeah this is something I would have loved to see if I had seen someone doing what I am doing now this would have made it easier for me and my journey and I was like yeah so let me share let me just do this that's really did that answer your question yeah no it's fine you did I think you really shared there's a couple of things I got from from you that I just absolutely loved first that you speak about your ex in such an amazing light shout out if you ever listens to this um you're a great guy honestly because I think I, I get so sick of the narrative where a relationship must always be so toxic and you know the way we talk about our exes we don't know them we never dated we don't know you know so it's it's different when you see somebody who actually has a good thing to say about the previous romantic relationship. You know? So I appreciate the fact that you spoke about having a solid support system and that you had people who saw you differently and helped see yourself differently. I also love the fact that you said, I, I think I made the decision to love myself and to be gentle and to be kind because I, I am the girl, I am the one who is, and, I, and it's, it's what my closest friend says all the time, she always says, don't be too hard on yourself, don't be too hard on yourself, don't be too hard on yourself, because I am, you know, and I am somebody who is very, um, like, I'm structure-oriented, I want to do something, and I want to see results, so if you're telling me I'm breaking out because I'm eating too much carbs, or I'm not working out, or I want to be able to cut bacon, cut pasta, cut rice, work out, and I want to see those results. Now, it's a problem if I'm doing everything on paper and I'm not seeing the results. So, you know, I absolutely love um, the choice you made to be gentle, you know, and to just own it. Like, okay, and the representation is key because I saw that post that day. I can't remember when it was shared. And I was like, wow. This is good. And if you know me, I go on my Instagram stories sometimes as I am with my face, with filter, with no filter. And I'm just, this is who I am. Like, really, I'm not trying to like take it or really, you know, leave it. You know, so I, I really love that having solid support structure is so key. I think mine has to be like my parents, you know, they would just be so supportive. Oh, they would just be so kind and they'll encourage and they would, you know, even though sometimes, you know, my mom would get so mad if she saw me eating something because I was on this strict diet because low key, I feel like my skin bothered them. Like they were bothered, secondhand worry. I don't know. But I think (laughs) having a great support system is absolutely key and making that decision to love yourself and to be kind to yourself. Um, it's what brought you here. So can I ask, is your skin doing much better? Have you figured out a routine that works for you? Um, and yeah. Um, currently, my skin is actually doing 
better. Oh well, now I'm on my period, so <laughs> but yeah, um generally my skin is doing better. I started um yeah, well, I've been using I've been consistent with the routine since last year and then um was it January? I started this supplement. So it's um a lady, she's um she's a dermatologist. And then she has a supplement line. So she was like, yeah, I could try this for three months and you know, we'll see how it goes. You know, she believes what we eat and everything affects acne deeply. And you know, that's true. At first I was like, hey, please don't come and pitch me another product again. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't, I, I was not interested. She I I wouldn't say she forced me. <laughs> she didn't, but like she was. She was checking up all the time. So I was like, yeah, well, you know, why not actually try this? So the supplement has actually helped. I can't wait to finish and see, but like I've seen better results. And That's amazing. Nice. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm really, really happy to hear that because I think like for each person, and I don't know if you saw Keke Palma's post, she came out a couple of weeks ago and she yeah. has COS and there's just lots of acne and you know, she came out and she was just talking. And then I realized, and that's what made me broke my heart so much. I'm like, if this, this person who has so much money and so much influence, access to the best of the best can still struggle. I think everybody's acne journey is so personalized. Like what will work yeah. for you? I can be like, oh, put me on that thing. Tell me about the supplement. And then I go and my skin just, you know. Yes, so it's not, just, yeah, it's not the same for everybody. Definitely. So I'm genuinely glad that, you know, your skin is doing much better. I, I'm so thankful, you know, for that. It's a big thing. I thank God every day I get to wake up and rub my hand against my skin and not encounter any bump is a miracle. It's like breathing to me. So I thank God for it, honestly. So yeah. just to conclude, what would you have wished somebody told you um, about acne when it started? probably from 11 or when you were 15 I don't know like what is the one thing you know now that you would use to encourage someone you know maybe someone who is still struggling with acne and has done the most you know or some teenager who may be listening to this episode and just started breaking out what would you tell them or what will you what do you wish you knew basically but I mean both things work because either way it's going to encourage the person so yeah yeah um so people will tell me people used to tell me it wasn't normal but I, I i would have preferred if people told me it was i mean i know it was normal i got tired of hearing the normal line if people told me that it was fine to be very emotional because of acne if people told me you know it was fine to feel sad and i could actually even be depressed because of acne if people just made my um my pain if i would say if people validated my pain more mm. and just you know make do not make me feel like it was a weird thing that i was in so much pain because of um actually when i was way younger because then mm-hmm then it was just you know was parents trying to tell you that oh, it was not mine to go don't don't touch it don't stress yourself don't you know mm-hmm. it was all this there was no would like i say there, were, there could have been deeper attention and deeper care and the words the choice of words 
people yeah, use as well. Yes, and yeah, representation would have been amazing. But yeah, that that's someone that just told me that yeah, it's fine to feel this way. Um, this will this might pass soon, even if it does not. You know, you can still you can still you can learn to be confident. You can learn to love yourself of this like with this regardless so it's like yeah those it's like it's make a difference to be honest definitely i absolutely love love the, the last line you know where you said that this happens and sometimes it passes and sometimes it doesn't i think i came across a post just to conclude where somebody the caption was literally like you may never have glass skin and that's okay and yeah. initially I wanted to be like go for big go for big <laughs> you know my own skin was clear but I realized that I am so much more than my skin and as much as it covers the literally it's the biggest organ in it, it covers about 15 percent of your total body weight yeah uh, I will never forget what my elder sister told me there was a time I was crushing on this guy and I don't think he liked me back because of my skin I was very young and she said oh Coco do you know one less acne doesn't bring a man one step closer to you and it's she oh. said we're super, super small and stupid but I just carried that you know and I would always remind myself that these having a clear skin does not make me more worthy or more beautiful. Yes. You know, and if somebody doesn't like me like this, and you know, today's not even the day I'm going to go into the horrific thing. Somebody has told me, my dear, focus on clearing your skin. When you're done, a man will come. Or do you really think a guy would want to date you? You know, like, <laughs> it, it, it really, really just takes a For nasty. And I'm like, I didn't choose acne. It's not like when God was sharing, I was like, yes, so me, scatter my face. I want it. You know, I didn't, literally. And I just, yeah, yeah, so I I, I really, really appreciate this conversation. I mean, we've come to the end of this episode. Um, If you're watching this, if you're going through acne, I hope you've picked up some very important, you know, facts. You should definitely check out um, her content for relatability and the representation that would take you a long way. You have no idea what that post you did, you, you put out, you know, did for me, you know, and, you know, Keke Palmer's post as well. It's just like, this is, this these are people, these are normal people, like, and this is what we go through, you know? Um, and so if you're not struggling with acne, as I would always say, or you've never known what it is to struggle, Thank God twice when you wake up every morning because <laughs> I don't wish it on anyone really. Um, but thank you so much, um, Funke Olotu, for joining us on this week's episode. I appreciate you deeply and I hope your acne, you know, and your skincare journey rather just goes better and better and better and better and better. <laughs> and keep doing what you do. Um, you're inspiring a lot of people. And yeah. I think that's about it. Thank you. All right, then. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for having me. This was fun. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Bye. So we have come to the end of this week's episode. I hope you liked it. Don't forget to share, to like, to subscribe, to leave us ratings if you love what you hear. I am super pumped to see you next week. Have a lovely and productive week. Bye.